Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. As of this recording, it is August 14th, 2019. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, as well as Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I am joined by my co-host all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. If you know him, then you are very lucky. If you're not following him, what are you doing? He is at the dot bat fan on Instagram. His name is Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Hello, Tyler. Hello to everybody listening. Yeah, um, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, not too bad at all. How are you doing? I am doing splendid. I'm having a lot of fun right now. It's a good summer. It, it, I wish I could say the same here. It's pouring it down with rain today over here, but uh, I'm glad that you've got sunnier. Sunny skies where you are. To be to be fair, I'm pretty sick of the sun. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> typical English uh, attitude, but yeah, I bet you're loving funny. life right now with the sun and the and the new stuff you've been picking up this week. Oh yeah, it's been a lot of fun for for hunts. Except for it's been a little too hot. It's been been <laughs> it's been a it's supposed to be like 110 degrees Fahrenheit today, which that's well over. Uh, I don't even know for Celsius, like 70. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so for the most part, if you're a toy photographer right now in Southern California, you might want to be doing a lot of indoor shots with the AC going. Maybe not too oh, many God. outdoors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I have to say, this weekend theme where you were doing solo because uh, the Bat Collector, Lewis, is on a vacation, a holiday in Florida. Yes. You you flew the flag solo, as he put in one of the comments. <laughs> and you absolutely and you what happened is you asked people in a poll question what to do and you literally busted out everything that they recommended and you did it superbly. So what did you how was that doing it alone and what was it like adapting to something new each time? Thank you. Yeah well I, I knew it was coming for a while because um yeah, Lewis goes on like an annual vacation to Florida, which is just amazing. But um, yeah, so um, I was thinking about whether just to, you know, take a break from it for a bit. I'm not bothered, but I was like, no, I got, might as well do something. So I thought, yeah, give the people the chance to choose what they want to see. And um, yeah, you got involved with it as well, which was cool. And um, 
yeah, good fun. It, it, it's just a nice challenge to photograph something different. And I'm going to do the same for this weekend. And already got like two solid suggestions that I'm going to go with because they're quite cool. But um, yeah, it, it was just good fun and, and to do something different and, you know, sort of see what people out there want to see for a change rather than just photographing whatever figure I pick up. Yeah, and the, I think the the most interesting part for me, and first off, I want to say, even my dad follows you, and he, uh, on Saturday morning, was like, holy crap, Scott's pictures are like, every day, he's like killing it more and more, and I was like, I know, oh, right? Yeah, time, <laughs> thank you, that's really kind. Oh, he listens. And, uh, but I think like the most interesting part is that you were able to go from things like then the weekend theme to animated from to arkham knight style to a more comic book style with the titans one um what was that all like adjusting because i know for you always want to catch the mood of each photo and maybe doing an animated series photo is Mm. a lot different than catching all the details and the more realistic surroundings of like the Arkham Knight game. So yeah. what was that like a big adjustment for each one or what? Um, I mean, both of them are kind of got um, a method of which shot um, requires what sort of editing or um, accessories or something like that. So an animated shot tends to stick with more block coloring sort of things, which I mentioned before. And when um, it's an Arkham shot, I'll tend to use something like extreme sets perhaps or, um, screenshots from the actual game or accessories that fit that sort of style that have got all the um, sort of detail included on them, which you know, what I use are like, for example, that Titans one that I did, I put all the sort of street accessories together for that one um, and very much built the photo around the accessories and then just put the figures in in the middle of it, sort of thing. So, it, you know, it is, it is kind of different for every shot. And I mean, I'm telling you, you know that yourself more than anybody. It's um, it can all depend on what you're photographing as to how you build it up. So, um, but yeah, it, it was a good challenge. And I only did one animated picture for the weekend theme, which was good because um, definitely made a conscious effort to sort of not do animated all the time because people get bored of it. So it, it's important to kind of mix it up, which is it's what exactly what you do as well. Because I can imagine you back in the day, you know, you kind of get bored yourself with photographing animated all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I started to venture out into different uh, different lines and eventually yeah. just the the rabbit hole. Go- it's like a snowball going downhill. Yeah. It just kept building. But, yeah, uh, I'm only going to buy this one line. I'll put everything into it, it and then another line comes along and you're like, oh, crap. Well, also, I think we initially justify it to ourselves collecting like, okay, I'm only going to buy this line and I'm only going to buy Batman-related figures. <laughs> and then... As it goes, you're like, well, that would look cool too. So yeah, yeah, I'll get that. So <laughs> it's true. It's just talking ourselves into giving in, basically. True. Yeah. <laughs> Most of this hobby is just justifying everything that we do. Yeah, it genuinely is. Uh, yeah, but man, there's also a killer shot you did that wasn't uh, was not part of your weekend theme, but it's just so stinking good, and it's one of probably your your best shots, I would say in terms of uh, using realistic figures. And it is the Dark Knight with the Joker from Mattel signature oh, series. Yeah. Man, you killed it. I love everything about it. The lighting, the way he's holding it. It looks like he's grimacing in pain. Yeah. 
Oh, that is super kind, man. Yeah, because literally that shot I took instantly after I watched the movie. So, um, yes, Dark Knight this week. Um, and I said it in my post at the time, but I've seen a lot of people literally saying, oh, that, you know, the end game thing is the best movie that has ever existed in comic book. I'm sorry, but you can shut up. It's not, it's no way near as good as The Dark Knight. That one movie beats the entire 10 years worth of Marvel build up. So, yeah, I, 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 it's just such an incredible movie. I mean, Christian Bale's not my favourite Batman, but I think you'd have to be the best argumentative person in the world to argue against The Dark Knight being the best movie. Um, yeah. It's, it's absolutely tough. sensational. It's got everything in, everything in there. It's uh, amazing. And yeah, that the um, that Mattel Joker figure is just superb. I think he's probably one of my favourite Mattel figures. Now he's, he's so good, yeah. Um, and for what is a budget figure, he's so photogenic as well. Like, it fits in with the Mafex Batman, which is like twice the price. I was just about to ask that. Is, is he scale pretty well? Uh, Joker's slightly taller. Um, That's good, though. I kind of like a more imposing Joker. Yeah, it's not not you're not even a bad thing. Yeah, to be fair, but um, see, I mean, you can kind of fudge it on the scale a little bit anyway. But it's not it's not like it's horrendously bad. So um, yeah, it kind of fits in all right. But yeah, um, it's just so good. What a movie! So inspiring and everything about that movie, the music, the uh, setting everything's just fantastic so good yeah i i absolutely love it this is that a screenshot too that you use in the background for the city uh it isn't no it's um one i just found off google to be honest i found it a while ago but couldn't ever get a good use for it so i did the bat pod picture a few weeks ago on it um and i've reused it again for this one because uh, it kind of fit in but i just give it a bit more of a warmer sort of tint this time whereas the bat pod was more like a colder sort of photo Mm. Well, I, I think it, all it does is show that you're just continuing to get better and better. Thank you. That's really kind, yeah. That's really kind. Is of this, me. and also the Aquaman shot, is that like some little creek close to you or did you drive to that location? That was, oh, I can't remember where it is now. I can't remember where it is, but yeah, it is quite local to it. I put it on my story not long ago, so I'll have to check it out and um, and look for it. But yeah, it's, um, it's a, like a sort of Great big sort of park with a, a lake in the middle of it near where I have near where I live, maybe five six miles from where I live. So it's not that far away. And I just went there, just took a load of, load of figures, took all my Justice League figures just to try it out. Because every time I visit like a new place, I just take the Justice League figures. It's a solid bet to go for because I love photographing them. So it's a few more shots of that place to come. And the Aquaman was one I definitely wanted to do because he. Uh, I always leave him out of these group pictures, and I feel bad for him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm going to revisit that exact place and do some more pictures because I've got a few more of mine that I want to do that I didn't take because I don't know what figures to really take first time because you never know what you're going to go into sort of thing. So yeah, and that's a really pretty spot. I think that uh, that place looks pretty good for a lot of pics. I can't wait to see what you got coming up. Yeah, there's a few that definitely got in mind. Do you ever find that when you go out to sort of new places, you don't kind of know what figures to take, or do you have like a clear idea of well, I want to take a picture of this figure, so I'm going to take it to there, sort of thing. Uh, well, that actually, that's a good question. I actually experienced that recently. Uh, I, if it's a, it depends on the setting, always, of course. Yeah. Uh, but if, like, if you don't know what setting, that's even harder, especially. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, 
I think the setting, I just try to pick like more street. Like if it's, I went to like behind a movie theater to try to use a bunch of different things for build, like a look of buildings. Mm. And I just grabbed like characters I feel I, I would see in a lot of street settings. So I just grabbed like the bank robber Joker, Rorschach, yeah. uh, those kind of characters, like Grey Ghost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I, it is still tough because you don't want to leave someone out or you, it's like you almost get worried that once you get there, you'll have to see something. You'd be like, ah, oh, crap. Why didn't I bring this figure? <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? To, to kind of decide sometimes because if you don't know the location a hundred percent, then it, it's hard. And I've had, you've probably had it as well, but you go there with a certain figure. Sometimes you think, oh crap, I wish I'd bought this figure because you'd be perfect for that. But, I guess you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of times where I see mud and stuff. I'm like, oh, why didn't I have clay face? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's a little bit too big to just be lugging around all the time. <laughs> but in terms of uh, this upcoming weekend theme, you said you're still doing it solo this this weekend. Yeah, I definitely gonna do it solo again, and then loose up the back next week. And it says any hits theme, so. Um, there's a couple of ideas I've had. So, um, there's like a, someone came up with a, a fascinating idea of doing the um, the death of the family sort of idea when Joker has them all around for a meal. Oh, that's a cool idea. I mean, because I, I can use all the Arkham figures because they've got every single figure apart from Red Robin. Well, in fact, actually, I could figure a way to do that. But yeah, I would like to have a go at that. That's a cool idea. But um, and there's a there's a couple of others on there that are quite cool, like the Joker crime alley scene from Arkham Knight, Professor Pig scene from Arkham Knight as well. Someone's asked for that, so there's some cool ideas out there. Um, Ooh, that would be sick to see you do a Professor Pig show. I'd love to do that. It's such a hard scene to do, but I'll, I might have to seek a bit of help from. The asylum's extreme set to work that out on a short figure away. Yeah, that's definitely one of the creepier sections of that game. So true, yeah. It's, it's really <laughs> weird, isn't it? But um, yeah, I might have a go with that. I like, I like the idea of it. But uh, yeah, some cool things coming, hopefully. Ah, this is going to be an exciting weekend. I hope, hope so, yeah. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. But um, what have you got coming up? What have you um, been up to Ooh. lately? Well, I just have the old uh, daily BTAS shots still going. Yes. I just, I got, um, I just did Legends of the Dark Knight. Yes. That was a fun shot, by the way. I love that. Thank you. I wanted to use a bunch of different ones, but I just wasn't liking the way it looked, was turning out what I originally had. So yeah, I just went for a very specific scene. And uh, before that, I had old wounds, which that's, that one is always a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say fun, but it's always a good watch. But <laughs> it's a great story, but it's always kind of tough to watch, too, seeing it is Batman and Robin at odds. It's a neat little tie between the two series, isn't it, if nothing else? Oh, yeah. No. Definitely. I love that it has that continuity. Mm. And just like uh, we've talked about multiple times, even the continuity just leaking into uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Mm. I bet it was around just, that sort of time they were thinking of making a bigger universe as well. So, as well, so I bet. That's probably true. Mm. 
And then before that, of course, I had my favorite episode was Critters mm-hmm. and Animal yeah. Act. <laughs> I you know, actually uh, those... really like the shot you did for, uh, for Critters. It was a um, cool picture that was with Bullock and the Bat team. Yeah, Bullock getting his time with the Bat fam. That's <laughs> <laughs> Not a completely grumpy guess. Yeah, for, for once, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. Thank you. That I just know that, that I hate that episode. No, but you've been doing some but, cool pictures lately, and um, so have the Bat family. They've been doing some cool pictures of the Harley Quinn that you got. No, thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah, that. But, uh, yeah. The higher toys, Harley Quinn. Yeah, that, that was a cool picture. Thank you. I I just wanted a way to show off that scale because I was looking at and just like she's so unbelievably tiny. I don't think that people get it. So I wanted to do something like that to show it. Yeah, no, I do. I do really enjoy that. But I gotta say, my favorite picture of the entire week, or one of my favorite pictures you've ever done, is that um, multiverse Joker sat <laughs> in the uh, in the chair of the uh, creepy. Love the Joker women either side. Oh, I love it. I'm glad that you liked it. I was no, hoping for was you to have a reaction. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, for for that, I just for the glasses, the sunglasses. I took the that's from the Bizarro, the Walgreens Bizarro. Yeah. I took his regular glasses and I just zoomed in, blacked them out so they looked like Jack Nicholson glasses. <laughs> yeah, they look fantastic. But, I think that it looks way better blocking out the eyes, to be honest. Yeah. Because <laughs> something about those eyes on the regular face kind of look have a uh, lizardy look. Mm. Almost like they're almost looking opposite ways. So I don't know. You cover up those eyes, the figure looks a lot better. No, I really do enjoy. Yeah, really do enjoy that shot. It's fantastic. Uh, hey, I, I'm glad you do. I know that that's your one of your favorite movies and be, your favorite Joker besides Mark Hamill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, that, how long did it take you to to do that picture? Um. Well, once I had the idea, it took me longer to get the material than to set it up because I went to a Michael's, which is like a craft store around here. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to get the, I was looking at papers and I saw that and I was like, oh, this will work perfectly for what I had in mind. And then uh, it's just like a cloud. It's like just a cloud paper. So it's no real editing on the backdrop. Nice. And then uh, I took a, a blue sheet and laid it down and put saran wrap over it to give the water effect. And then I already had the grills made from a previous picture. So I just used those, recycled those. I took the alcohol bottle that, or chemical bottle that Ivy has in her expressions pack mm. for like to look like a suntan bottle for Joker or whatever. And yeah, I feel it, it came together pretty quick once I got the materials, just because I've done the shot before, so I had a good idea. But I wanted to, I wanted to do that to show off that figure because like a lot of even one person coming, it's probably the closest Jack Nicholson figure we'll get for a while. Yeah. They got two fantastic Joker figures right now. Matt right now, I wonder the uh, the classic one that you've got, and then the one that I've got. They're fantastic figures, both of them. Yeah, I'm def- I'm gonna need to probably pick up that Heath, and I'm also really. It's just with enjoying these last wave again. Just sad that Mattel's leaving. Yeah, it's um, 
it's, it's, it's a pretty cool way. It's got, an up, got its ups, got its downs, but there are some really cool ups. Really cool ups. That's, yeah. That Red Robin's really cool. really do like him. Yeah. He also comes with a coupon where you get unlimited fries with him, just like <laughs> the restaurant. Uh, I don't know if you have a Red Robin in, in England. No, I have heard the name, though, so that's quite good. Okay. All right. I think one of my favorite but, shots you've done this week, though, is that uh, I don't know if it's the Dark Knight vibes going at the minute, but the this bank robber Joker looks so good. I can't wait for that to come out on Big Bad Toy Store. It needs to come out soon. I hope it does. And yeah, it, I'm glad that you like the photo. And I'm glad that um, it's getting a good response. I don't, I, I can't say enough about how great of a figure this is, especially their latest one. Yeah. I think yeah. there's the qualities there. And it's, be, I, I have to restrain myself from shooting it a lot because it could easily just dominate my feed. <laughs> but it's, it's a wonderful figure. And uh, I hope you do get it, Scott, because yeah. I can't wait to see the pictures you do with it. I do want to get, get it. And I really would like to get the um, extreme set um, vault as well with it. I think that'd be cool. Oh, yes. It's perfect. Definitely need to get some more extreme set stuff because I've been using them a lot lately. They're really, really good and really enjoying using them. But, um, talking yeah, but what? Yeah, I was going to say, talking, talking of new stuff, I was going to ask you about the ultimate new thing that's come out right now, which is the DC. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's the DC Collectibles Bat Cycle. Um, uh, uh... So you got that yesterday, am I right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it looks really cool, man. But, uh, yeah, they did an outstanding job. I'm I'm really glad that uh, DC Collectibles put their love and time into this. Yeah, it's so cool. I had to get two because I felt bad if Robin didn't have one. <laughs> and I do want to say he does fit on it, and his uh, articulation on his neck does make it so that he could look up enough where it doesn't look awkward on him riding it. So. Awesome. I'll try to get some shots to, sh- to show that today. Um, but the, I have to say, overall, I'm really impressed with the figure itself. I really love that the new, they did a new paint on it. The gray is completely different from any other Batman figure they've released previously. The Batman oval is more prominent. It's bigger. Uh, it, it looks nicer. Mm. I, and they have the all the articulations. You can want the arms move a lot more because the shoulders aren't getting in the way to to prevent anything. Um, the ab crunch, it kind of looks awkward, but I see how if you wanted to use it in certain poses and certain shots, it could look, add a lot to just the, the look of the photo. And, I, oh, yeah, I put on the expression pack heads. Those actually fit. The hands fit for anything else. Uh, and it's also it's just cool to have a an option if you desire for a more articulated Batman because he also has the double knee joints, the gauntlets move, the boots move, awesome. and the best part is that it, you don't have to buy batteries. All the other stuff you had to buy batteries for, and this one actually comes with it. That's good. Yeah. How many times have you been so pumped to like shoot a new vehicle and you're like, ah, crap, you gotta go to the store to get back. Roxy Rocket. I hate it. It's so annoying. (laughs) Exactly. It's It's like, who's the worst? Yeah, no, fantastic. Yeah. Where'd you pick it up from? 
I picked it up from Horizon Comics, which is uh, we've had him on before. And if you haven't heard that episode, definitely listen to that. And yeah, when he as soon as I came in, he had him ready for me. So that was always that's always nice. Um, I I the I wish that both wheels were articulated, but I get what I I could understand why the front ones articulated. Um. Yeah, that's a, the oh the best part I haven't talked about is the wired cape. Yes, that's one of the best parts. The wired cape's a massive, massive thing, isn't it, for these kind of figures? Oh yeah, and I, I do hope eventually if they do because they have shown that they're going to do a re-release of the Batman from San Diego Comic Con. Hopefully, they can do maybe another cape that's kind of similar, but drapes more over the shoulders that could create more of a dynamic like wings out pose yeah i don't know why they wouldn't do that to be honest i mean they killed it on this cape and they've they've proven that they could do a bigger cape a more flowy cape that looks natural on the the mikey figure mikey is batman if you add a wire to that cape you could do crazy poses with that yeah. so yeah. hopefully they do something like that that would be my, my favorite. They, they can do some great stuff when they really try, but I just honestly think they can't be also down and make it line right now. Such a shame. Yeah, maybe it just after the past few years, maybe they're just they're over it create creative creatively. I don't know. Maybe they're just getting bored of it, but we're certainly not, and we're still buying the stuff. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, fantastic. And, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it from seeing it? Looks great. I've uh, everyone today the full team says it, so everyone's got stock of them today. Which is great. Yes. I, bought, I bought one off eBay, Forbidden Planet, when I went in to get one. They were like, "Oh no, we, we've had them in, but they're all already spoken for and saved for people." I'm like, "Well, what? What the hell? That makes no sense." But yeah, when you've got someone willing to buy it right now, you'd rather save it for another day. Which baffles me, but. That's yeah, what if those people bail on you? That is why you shouldn't buy from Forbidden Planet because they're useless. Um, <laughs> yeah, what if those people bail on you? Then you lost all money. No, they said, oh, we should have some by the end of the week. I was like, do you know what? It's fine. I'll go elsewhere. So I went to eBay and saved eight quid on it anyway. So please. Uh, can't be bothered. No, well, it's just stupid. It's Forbidden Planet is useless. I said it before. I'll say it again. Never pre order. <laughs> ever, ever pre order from them. They're useless. Yeah, and Lewis is verified. Yeah, <laughs> no, never pre-ordered from them. Absolutely useless. But um, yeah, I can't wait to get it. it. Really looks fantastic, and um, the cape just looks brilliant. Doesn't look too bulky either, which is what I like. I think the Batmobile is a bit overscaled, but the the Bat cycle looks really good. That is true. Compared to the Batmobile, the Batmobile does kind of look overscaled. I, I always not been convinced about the Batmobile scale. I don't think it's right. It's too big, but yeah, it looks um, it looks fantastic, and um, I love the pictures that you're taking with it. Is it. Has he got two head sculpts with it? He has two head sculpts. Mm. Were you expecting that? Um, well, they they showed it with two, but I wasn't expecting to release it with two. I thought we'd we'd see like um, a repeat of some previous figures <laughs> where they've shown two and decided they always put one in, which is odd. Yeah, for some reason, I just was never convinced that it was coming with two either, and it actually came with two. Yeah. Impressive. It's very, it's extremely odd that DC companies do things like this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I think it is uh, worth a buy, if not just for one, maybe it, maybe two. 
if you got them. I think I'll buy uh, two eventually, but for now I'll uh, I'm only able to afford one. But yeah, it looks fantastic. It definitely is, and it's a. I gotta get a try to get a picture with all the vehicles in one shot. That's gonna be difficult. Oh, that is so hard. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what happens. But uh, other than that, uh, the just I put a, I did a review for that, and so so if you guys want to check that out, that's up. But my uh, my next BTAS shot, I'm I'm getting close to the end. I think I got like four episodes after today, that's maybe. Cool. And it's a girls' night out, so that'll be a fun episode. That's crazy. There's only four left already. Get to use the live wire fig. Haven't used that in a while. (laughs) Yeah, live wires. uh, Live wires are such a cool figure. Maybe I'll bust out the new Batman Adventure old Batmobile. Oh, nice. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That live wire fig is awesome. She's the only Superman villain that we've got as well, so. She's got to be used. That's true. That's sad. Not even a Lex. How, how is it that we've got a Livewire and not a Lex Luthor or Brainiac or Darkseid or anything? Or a new Batman Adventure Riddler or an anti-fire suit. That was like in 30 seconds of an episode. Well, I can't believe it, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, just continuing on. We'll see, I'll probably take a... We'll see how long of a break. Who knows? I got the bat pod, so I might want to bust it out again real quick and use them. Yeah. But no, uh, I got no new figures I know of coming outside of that. I'm still hunting daily to find Alfred's. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I found one. I was able to get it. uh, I was able to get it to uh, Blake that was previously on. Yeah. From S. From his own podcast, yeah, he was able to. He was he couldn't find it, so he didn't want to have to go look anywhere. So I got it to him. No, so God. it's fun finding them, fun doing the hunt, seeing new things, and also able to help out for people that don't are probably never going to see the Mattel figs. <laughs> yeah, I think Alfred's probably the only one I'll be ending up getting. Maybe Red Robin, but definitely Alfred. Yeah, Red Robin's pretty sick. Mm. I have yeah, to say. Cool. Uh, Katana, I'm just disappointed with. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll see what. Uh, hopefully, there's more more new stuff coming. But I don't see any DC related stuff coming anytime soon. Um, no, you, there's not a lot, is there? Really, for DC wise, um, you know what's kind of sad. What's that? Is that we have a Joker movie coming out, and Mattel basically released their last multiverse figs, and McFarlane toys doesn't start till January, so it's who knows if we're ever gonna get Joker figs. You think uh, we'll get I, like? I reckon we'll see here um, some Mayfax ones first. I think Mayfax will get on it. Oh, I hope so. They, they usually. You already know that's gonna be high price if they're the only ones in the game. Yeah, I mean Mayfax have been really, really good lately. So hopefully they'll they'll get. On. Although saying that, they need to hurry their asses up releasing this Aquaman because he's supposed to be right now. Yeah, that's the one thing that I'm really bad at. And the one thing that kind of puts me off to the imports is they get around to making figures like four or five years after the movies come out. Yeah, extremely annoying. Very strange. But um, yes, hopefully they get that figure out soon. And um, yeah, certainly hope that they. That they would. Certainly hope that they'll get him out soon because they should do. 
Cops who are. Hopefully, figure arts too. Yeah, figure out. We haven't seen a lot from them lately. They've gone quite kind of quiet, which is a bit odd. I thought they'd be um, loving life right now, releasing all these figures that they have done from Spider Man, but um, they've not been releasing much for DC, which is annoying. But That's very true. Now, um, do you have any news or anything from McFarland Toys last time you had Yeah, well, a little bit, but. Um, can definitely 100% confirm that they are the, the pictures that Toys in the Attic leaked. They are 100% confirmed. I've been looking up, and there was an old Facebook post which has since been deleted. But Dang there's, it! There's like a link on Google you can find where you can actually see it still. It's a bit, a little bit glitchy, but um, yeah. So I look, was looking through that, and they are the pictures that are on the um, internet are the official pictures that McFarlane have sent to Toys in the Attic. So. It is it is an animated Green Lantern. It is a Superman. It is a Batman, as well as all the other stuff. They are the actual figures they're making. It's not like someone's yes. made them up. They are actually official releases from McFarlane to Toys in the Attic, who are based in the UK. So, yeah, um, they're official stuff. It is going to be based off those characters, and they are going to be in that style. So, um, it's going to be That's awesome. yeah, and they're going to come out in January, all being well. So, it's very interesting. Um, very interesting to see. Yeah, we're looking forward. The cool to thing is, even if they don't have a lot of accessories, if you buy the animated Batman figure, you'll have all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm so excited about it. I say, I said it last week, but it's about time somebody started taking the games DC collectibles. So I hope McFarlane do that. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm sure uh, that they won't be slouches either. I'm sure it will no. be high. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really exciting time. So, very much excited about that. I mean, um, I hope they stick to the. I mean, I know you mentioned it last week. I hope they stick to the actual sculpts of the figures in the show. Yes. Um, I mean, they have for their Fortnite figures, so I can't see why they wouldn't for these. So, uh, it's just January is so long to wait. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, we've got four month wait, which is annoying, but I think it'll be worth it. I'm sure it'll fly by. Yeah, I hope so. I certainly hope so. Now, there's a, if you had DC Universe in the US, sadly, it's only in the US, you got a new animated film opened up to you that has been released on DVD and digital for a while now. Uh, it's the Batman Hush. And Scott, do you have any intention of seeing this film? Yeah, I do want to see it. I definitely want to see it. I'm so annoyed that DC Universe isn't available outside the US still, even though they said they were going to be opening it up. But anyway, that's the DC way it seems. Yeah, um, I definitely do want to see it. It looks good. I don't know a lot about this universe because it's meant to be like a continuation, isn't it? But also adapting the story of previous films, I think they said. Yes. Um, but yeah, I've seen people say it's cool. Some people say it isn't. Others say <laughs> that the characters didn't need changing and stuff. So have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. I'm going to be watching it today, but that's why I was making sure to see if you're into it. So hopefully yeah. we could plan to talk about it a little bit. I'll have to try and watch it somehow. I need to catch up on everything. Um, way behind everything at the minute. Not even watch the Batman versus Turtles yet still. Watching Titans at the minute again, so I want to get ready for the next series. Oh, that's coming soon. Can't wait. So excited. Really love it. Right around the corner. Are you watching any sort of series at the minute? Uh, 
other I just Batman animated series that I continue to refresh upon and uh for a lot of these uh multiverse shots like basically I watch almost any if it's like a Joker bank robber scene I I'll be watching that whole scene if it's the if it's the Smilex Joker commercial I'm watching that scene while I put it together (laughs) I just feel like it adds to the fun of doing it all the more and reminds you of like just the nostalgia factor and why you're doing it in the first place. And you'll notice things as well. That, oh, I could have had that in there. That looks cool. Or, oh, that's not oh, yeah. right. I can change that and stuff. Yeah, you notice these little details too. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, that's I, but no, I'm interested in in getting back into Young Justice because they've had a few yeah. seasons, so I yeah. feel like I could binge it. Because mm. I remember that I, I enjoyed the first like a couple of seasons before it was on DC universe, but I haven't checked that out yet. I might get into that just because they have a lot of bat family characters. Yes. Yeah. A lot of spoiler and orphan and Tim Drake, Damien. So. Sounds good. Yeah. I might, I might check it out. I'll let you know. I'll, hey, you know what's got, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm not trying to, I'm not currently re- uh, catching up on anything. I might have to catch up on Titans like you're doing. Mm. The only thing is that really bugs me is for some reason my TV, it says that I could cast from my device onto the TV and it's done before and lately it just won't let me. So it's really pissing me off. Yeah. But I also don't want to have to pay to have someone to look at it. So who knows? (laughs) I'd rather have a figure. (laughs) I know. I'm so related. Now, well, the thing about collecting figures is it makes you always feel young, right? Yeah, it does. Yes. Makes you feel like a kid at heart. And that is the one thing that people have sailed around the world for is the promise of remaining young, the promise of eternal youth. <laughs> and that happens to be the episode that Scott and I are covering today. It does. And what, what comes to mind? Any memories, any thoughts when you think of this episode? Um, the music, I think, more than anything, is just so creepy. The Poison Ivy music, I don't know what it is. It's just so... Um, it, it, it does, the music isn't really anything. It's just sort of like a, a constant noise with like the odd piano thing in it. It's weird. Like It's such a creepy music, but... Um, it's so eerie. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, yeah, cool episode and... Um, I can always remember Maggie annoying me when I was young. <laughs> I don't know why. She still does a bit now. I think I don't know if it's a voice or yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit weird. But um yeah, what do you remember? Uh I I I too like you remember uh right off the bat the music because just how the like you said, it's very eerie, it's very ominous and uh I think it actually does portray the, this episode is pretty dark when you think about what happens, what Ivy's been doing. Yeah. I think it's the main thing that I think that really is the biggest hook too is uh, that opening scene after the title card. It's like the way Ivy is almost like a Michael Myers like uh, killer. The way this woman's <laughs> running, running, screaming at the top of her lungs, and Ivy's just walking, stalking her all quietly. She's not like, eh, she couldn't be too bothered. She, not, she knows she'll get her, and she does. And then you just want to know what the heck happened to her. So I think it's a great opening hook. 
And yeah, the stuff with Maggie as a as a kid always bothered me too. Yeah, it's it's, it's annoying. I, I think I think they did so well in this episode because immediately you know exactly who the the villain and the perpetrator is in this episode, but you still don't know what is going on. Even despite that, so that's quite an achievement that they they did from this episode. It's not like they're investigating what. <laughs> it's not like they're investigating who's doing it. They're investigating what's happened. Yeah. And it's also it's also nice to know it's not just always a, a same old thing. She's just trying to you know ter- like use plants to, to capture people. She's doing different mm-hmm. things, different methods. Yeah, and also it shows that she actually is smart too. Because you have to be brilliant to come up with that kind of gas and all that. True. Yeah. Absolutely. So they don't they don't uh, forget that she was a scientist. Which most of these villains end up being, funny enough. <laughs> no, yeah, genuinely, they are all, like, scientists or professors or something, aren't they? Uh, well, about that opening scene, we have, like, a, we're in the nighttime, and we get seen, it almost looks like a, uh, a cathedral. It has these really t- high pillars reaching up to the sky, and we see a woman screaming at the top of her lungs, running, and she's just... Uh, she just looks frantic. She's falling all over the place. She runs into the woods, and we just see silhouettes and just faraway shots of poison ivy slowly stalking her. And uh, the woman eventually is just screaming, begging for her life, saying that she'll pay any price. And mm-hmm. and Ivy just basically gives her a little speech saying, you've already done enough, and you're just taking over a forest just to produce stupid things. Like I think she said cardboard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She, oh, yeah, yeah. She, I think she kicked off on a. She leveled a forest for a mine. Which is, uh, which is mm. Yeah, so that's not something Ivy takes lightly. So she uh, has some kind of canister strapped to her back, almost looks like a freeze thing. And she shoots out this green mist that engulfs this poor woman. And from there, we get taken to beautiful day at Wayne Manor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love, lovely day at Wayne Manor where um, there's a beautiful blue sky and the atmosphere on the inside is blue as well as Bruce is not <laughs> too impressed with the latest uh, deal someone tries to strike from his company with a slash and burn outfit, outfit in a rainforest um, I, I love this because Bruce actually seems genuinely really angry he's like I will not be involved in where Wayne Enterprises is involved in Burning the rainforest, shut it down, or you're gone. Oh, I love that; it's fantastic. And Conrad yeah. really delivers that brilliantly as well. He does. Um, and then also, um, as that's going on, he Alpha comes back in with a post and he opens it. <laughs> this uh, eternal youth spa invitation um, on a video back in the good day when videos existed. Yeah, and those ones. Uh, no, but what makes me laugh is when he's watching the video, he gets invited, and Alfred's like, Ooh, they even speaking unison. Oh, yeah, Lily and Violet. Yeah, uh, brilliant. Yeah, and they're, they're asking Bruce to come visit the spa for free. It's almost like a what they people do in Vegas to rich clients try to get them to come to, her, to their hotel for free to spend money and basically spend more money than the stay was worth. Yeah. But of course, 
Bruce being Batman, he has no time for vacations or rest. He's too busy. Also, we saw he's got to deal with the poor going-ons at Wayne Enterprises. And so he has no time to be bothered with relaxation and day spas. And then we have uh, Maggie, who happened to drop by on a morning jog and just pester Alfred. Poor guy. Just trying to do it. He's just trying to do his job at work. Yeah, he's and, trying to review a tape. <laughs> uh, and she's a very forward woman. And she uh, basically is throwing herself at Alfred, and he's not too impressed with that. And uh, he's probably also a little embarrassed, because who wouldn't be? And then uh, because she's there, Bruce uh, plays a little joke on Alfred and basically says that they should take the invitation and Maggie pounces on that opportunity to get Alfred all to herself and poor Alfred has to go along. <laughs> it's a very funny scene and not too many funny things that happen in the animated series, but this is pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. And then we see them arrive at the spa and uh, Lily and Violet, they see this and they tell Ivy, who's hidden in shadows, even though we, we by this point know who it really is. And uh, she because they asked if they should still go through with it, even though it's not who she wanted. She wanted Bruce Wayne. And uh, she says, well, someone's going to pay for it. So they end up letting Alfred and Maggie come in. And... Uh, <laughs> She's under the poison ivy's under the alias Daphne Demeter. <laughs> and she comes and she does a little welcome lecture, letting everyone know what the their time is gonna be like, and that uh she has invented a new uh compound. She doesn't even call it food, which that alone should be freaking people out. Uh called Dem- Demetrite. And it is it is absolutely uh in everything at the spots and the food, the food, the water. And she even somehow is pumping it or infusing it into the air as if it's like an essential oil. <laughs> and she just raves about its re- restorative properties and how it will make you feel young again. Hence the name eternal youth. And, uh, Alfred, he is always a detective himself with his background. He's not, hiding his skepticism and uh, he does end up trying it and being delighted by it but of course that's all part of the plan yeah those green biscuits that they're eating i'd love to try one of those yeah they actually do look quite refreshing even as a kid i've always wanted to try one (laughs) do you think they'd be like minty yeah you think yeah something like that yeah god knows what uh, they taste like what they look like (laughs) Yeah, I would I would give in to be turned into a tree to try that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, where do we go from there, Scott? Okay, so we we then head back into the dark and gloominess of Gotham, where uh, Commissioner Gordon mentions um, certain vanishing industrialists in the city, and uh, yeah, they they talk about um, Judge Thomas as well that she's disappeared without any sort of trace. And um, Batman says he'll go to the home. And he's like, oh, we, we put that under a microscope. You know, what, what are you going to find? And then Batman disappears. He's saying it. 
<laughs> as, as ever, but um, when Batman goes into it, I think this is one of the creepiest scenes that comes from the animated series. I can always remember this as a kid, but when he puts the video in, I mean, the shot cuts to Batman and they hear the, the two creepy girls saying the eternal youth spell, and then the, as the video's flashing at Batman, and then the music sort of darkens. That is so creepy as a kid. Ah, yes. Man, hearing you just describe it, was, I could see it in my head. That was, ah, oh, yeah. It's crazy, like, it's just, the voices of them are so, like, weird, and, yeah, it's, it was played out perfectly by uh, the directors and voice actors and voice actresses, perfect, and, um... And, yeah, having those two girls are almost, almost reminiscent of, like, the Shining twins, too. They give that little hint, like, for some reason, movies like the, horror movies like to have twins, so that's mm. also kind of added to the creepiness. Yeah, they, they remind <laughs> me a little bit of Dee Dee, <laughs> That's true, Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, oh, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Batman is immediately sensing danger, and he knows something's not quite right. So um, he asks Alfred to check on the judge, and you know she said, "Oh, she just left a few weeks back." You know, he's feeling mm-hmm. good, so everything's fine. There's nothing to worry about because he's loving life on a yeah a lilo and <laughs> <laughs> his Demetrite swimming pool. Um, uh. So he, after after that, he returns back from his weekend away with Maggie, and uh, you know Alfred's coming back, feeling rejuvenated, and decides to redecorate the Batcave as well. <laughs> plants, which is quite funny. Um, uh, he asks Bruce what he thinks. He's like green. <laughs> yeah, he's not impressed. Batman does not does not like plants in the Batcave. <laughs> Don't ever redecorate the Batcave with plants. It's not a good idea. Yeah, just that's a waste of. Uh... Of a lot of expensive lights to get those UV rays, they're not getting any sunlight down there naturally. <laughs> Poison Ivy not only would be angry at that, but also the fact that you have to throw them away when they die. So he's just making her even more <laughs> angry. angry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I always love Batman's response to that. Yeah, I, I love that. He's just like green. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Alfred's then drinking this spa water and he's saying, oh, it's fantastic stuff, this. Um, <laughs> He then faints after, and you know, after he uh, is you know, put back into to bed upstairs by Bruce, and just telling him to get a rest. He's like, "Oh my vacation must have been more tiring than I thought." Which is uh, <laughs> odd, but then after wake, feeling nice and refreshed in the morning, he uh, wakes up and they head straight back to the spa again, which is probably not the most advisable um, thing to do. But him and Maggie go straight back off to there, and. Um, while while all that's going on, Batman's been up on that, looking into the enzyme, and uh, finds that this um, Demetrite has serious effects on humans and human enzymes, and um, it just turns to a plant and starts to attack him. And um, he then desperately gets up, searching for Alfred, but unfortunately, it's too late. He's already gone. Uh, As is often the way, it's too late. Yes. So we just remember the beginning and wait for... No, that's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I absolutely... I love the whole setup, too, where uh, you could tell that something's afoot where, with Alfred, like you said, he's feeling faint. I, yeah. love the, I love the scene where Maggie shows up and they both have been thinking about going back because, you know, something about that place just made him feel better, even though it wasn't very much like a real drug. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I love seeing that Batman figures it out 
and I love that they show stuff like that because figuring out, you know, reactions that chemical reaction that plant has with human enzymes and all that stuff, that's pretty complex stuff. Yeah. So it's nice to see Batman's not just a bruiser. Mm-hmm. He's not just made from, you know, being rich and having a lot of cool weapons. He's actually very intelligent. Uh, make sure kids concentrate at the science lessons as well. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the coolest science experiment I ever saw. <laughs> but yeah, we like you said, it's it's too late. He finds an empty bed. And then uh we see that Alfred and Maggie are back at the spa talking to Miss Ivy or Miss Demeter and telling them what a difference that they that everything had made for them. And then uh Dr. Demeter says very like pleasantly that she's she's pleased by that and that it's that they must be ready for their final treatment. And then she gets uh, the, you know, beta version of Dee Dee, Lily and Violet. Mm-hmm. They, they come forward. And by that point, Alfred too realizes in his head that it's too late and him and Maggie try to make a break for it, but they're elderly. So they probably can't run as fast <laughs> as the two, <laughs> the two henchwomen. <laughs> Yeah, poor Maggie got a replaced hip, but uh, <laughs> they got they got got, and we see that the Demetrite, the second part of the chemical agent, was added, and <laughs> something bad happened to both uh, of them. I'm sorry, I'm just really enjoying that. It's funny. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought as an older person watching. It was like, run, like that poor old woman. It hasn't probably ran in years. <laughs> From there, we uh, we see a spa's cathedral, and we see a greenhouse. It looks humongous. Uh, we see uh, Batman as he's trying to find out what's happening. He's in the area. He is easily taken over by Violet and Lily, and they even drop an insult on him, yeah. right? Yeah, do you remember that? Um, oh, they, they said he, that he'd been to a college graduate, didn't they? They said, Yeah, because he said something. They're like, Oh, Colin graduate, huh? Just a little back end. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then we, of course, see Ivy. She's on a tree revealing herself and uh, talking, just talking up how like her plan's working and that it's from it that the product Demetra is from an enzyme from a rare South American tree that she cultivated and that, you know, the, that's the reason she's trying to save the rainforest to be able to have stuff like that. And, uh, she talked about, uh, her collection. She's a collector. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. She's a bigger <laughs> collector, but different kind of figures to us. Yeah, and she, at first you kind of think that she's talking about the the trees that she when she's talking about cultivated, but then we realize it's all the her victims, and then she starts talking about them one by one and their crimes, and she gets to Bruce Wayne and talking about how his company did that slash and burn that was mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so she's a bit of a detective as well herself. She does a bit of work to find out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's just it's funny that she had, that poor Bruce is supposed to be held accountable for this, but he had no idea. But <laughs> she uh, goes over and so, says that so, basically that she got his friends, and we see a 
uh, <laughs> a wooden Alfred and Maggie, and and they had just like utter shocking faces. Yeah, because they're, they're just like can't believe what's happening to them, and it's really quite dreadful to see. It is awful, isn't it? it it's pretty creepy as well. Batman's completely shocked and annoyed by it, and um. But then Ivy decides that she's going to attack Batman with a, a double strength, um, double strength dose of the uh, the Joan of Bark transformation. <laughs> um, and Batman, I love Batman's line. He says, oh, you made your secret too too accessible, Ivy. I coated my suit with an herbicidal antidote." Which oh, I no. love. Uh, Batman always prepared as ever. Always. And. Um, I love his line that he says to her after that as well. And he's like, oh, you got the, the vengeance of an echo terrorist, which is yeah. fantastic. And, you know, he's saying you're just as destructive as the people that you um, you punish because it, it isn't justice that you're no, no. seeking out, which is fantastic and a good lesson to people as well. Indeed, yeah. Also shows that he's not fully a vigilante in the true sense of the word. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, but yeah, like you said, she, she like, luckily, we get a hint that the all the transformations aren't permanent because she drops a line in there and says it will take additional months of spring before everything is irreversible. So after all the attacks and everything, and after Batman's able to subdue Ivy and Lily and Violet, we do see that uh, Batman's able to. To reverse the effects of Alfred and Maggie. Yes. And recovering comfortably in the hospital and uh, until Bruce rather unwittingly brings in a plant to Alfred. <laughs> and uh, Maggie's just like, a nice man, but he's not too bright. And Alfred just gives a wry smile and nice way to end the episode. Not too bright. <laughs> Brilliant. It also uh, makes me think of that moment in Dark Knight where he sacrifices his car. Yes, true. I feel like that might have been inspiration from this. Yeah, I love how Mr. Mr. Reese looks at him at that moment. It's fantastic. (laughs) But yeah, this is a this is a good episode. Solid Ivy episode. What do you what do you rate it? Um, I'm gonna go. Seven out of ten. It's not one that I particularly look forward to seeing again, but a good episode nonetheless. It's um, it's got a cool plot idea to it, and yeah, I just want one of those green biscuits. Really want to try one of those. But um, yeah, I go for seven. What about you? Yeah, I would be around that too. I feel like it's it's not terrible, and it's not like it has its moments of dread and stuff. Like holy crap, and. It does have some lighter moments. I just don't think it's uh doesn't stand out as an all-time classic. But yeah. it's not horrible. So I'd say yeah, seven's about average. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's Which is not bad for a show ever. No, for sure. Ah uh, man. Now we, we have a really big one coming up to the next episode, right? Yeah, the next episode, I'm big and rotten saying, is your second favorite ever BTS episode. Yes. Where do you rank it? Um, probably top, uh, maybe say top 15 or 10, maybe. 
There's so nice. many episodes to go to pick through, and there? there's so many awesome ones. But it, it's certainly of the higher um, of the higher picks. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes, and that is going to be Perchance to Dream. Yes, which is just an absolutely epic episode, and so much, so many cool, cool scenes are in there that we, we would never ever get to see had it not been for the the plot of the story, which is fantastic. Yeah, we get to see just how menacing and how evil Mad Hatter can be, his twisted thought process. Yeah, super confusing episode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's going to be no doubt. uh, It's one I've been looking forward to talk with you about since we came up with this idea to start covering them weekly. So, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm really looking forward. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, we do also. We have a guest this week. Yes, we do indeed. And he is a a very uh, familiar name in the toy photography world, especially if you are a Batman toy photography fan or a wrestling uh, action figure fan. And that is Metal Driver eighty nine on Instagram. Uh, he his name is Dan. He says that he is a DC fan mostly some marvel and wwe and he actually he's a looks like he does a lot of shots with extreme sets so that would be fun talking to him about the new products that uh they just released especially like the the buildings he got some of the the new uh toy biz revamped dc multiverse nice and he made his own custom cape for it made it look way better so we could ask him about that and uh, yeah, we just look forward to learning about him in general, learning about you know his story and how he got onto Instagram, all the usual stuff. But uh, he, I think it's going to be very interesting. I remember following him from very early on. Yeah, looking forward to that. It should be a fantastic episode, definitely. Because I, I am very curious about those buildings for extreme sets. I've been looking at. Them. <laughs> And he does some. They, I mean, he does them justice. So, yeah, have to see if it's worth it. Well, I'm sure it will be. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any last things before we go? Yeah. Well, uh, thanks to everyone for listening, and I hope you enjoy the guest portion because it's uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. Yes, almost as much fun, probably just as much as Scott's weekend theme. <laughs> no, you're too looking kind. forward to seeing those shots. All right. <laughs> We'll see you on the other side of the guest portion. Goodbye. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures. And that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mafex level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, They have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from $50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot, toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor 
Exactly. And articulation on those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures are, they're not cloth. They're like Mafex style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hello and welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. I am Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, and I'm back here with Scott from at the.batfan. And we have a very special guest with us, someone who has been on Instagram for at least, I feel like, since I've been started. And he does fantastic pictures of a lot of DC, some Marvel. We're okay with that. And he also does a, a lot of wrestling as well. He tends to use extreme sets a lot, and he uh, really does a very good job of showing them off to the uh, best of their capability, making them look almost like you need to spend a lot of money on those instead of buying new figs. And he is Dan <laughs> of at MetalDriver89 on Instagram. Absolutely. He's not with us yet, so we're probably going to have to call him back. <laughs> you can probably tell. It was, it was a slightly awkward moment. It's like, where is he still? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think that was a, uh, a solid intro. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think it's crazy now, isn't it? You spend more on dioramas than the actual figures you're buying to put them in, which is mad. It tends to be the case sometimes, but he definitely does a good job of making you want to spend more money on those. <laughs> But uh, we'll be we'll be right back in literally the a second to you guys, and hopefully we got our buddy Dan on there. So here we go. All right, we got Scott. <laughs> hey, work this time. And and we're with I'm with that. All right. Hello. 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 Good evening. Hey. All right, folks. So we already did kind of an intro already, but like we said, we have the uh, brilliant toy photographer Dan with us from at. Metal Driver 89, and we kind of already did a little bit of an intro, so that at least will give something for Dan to look forward to, hearing us heap praise upon his shots and what we uh, really enjoy about his page. But, Dan, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. I'm just glad I got onto the app. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, this app has been very uh, temperamental lately, so we're happy that it worked out yeah, relatively anyone, who, anyone who's heard any recent episode will testify to that. The bloody sound quality has been horrific for me lately, but yeah, it's great to have you here, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Now, the first question we uh, like to typically ask is for our guests to uh, give a little bit about themselves as much as they're willing to give about uh, growing up and what maybe initially got you into loving comic books or the comic book world, whether that be an animated series as well. And... Uh, but maybe got you started into the collecting world as well. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, how much time do you got? <laughs> oh, we have a lot. <laughs> as long as, as long as you need, take your time. 
All right. Um. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Feel free to stop me at any time. Um, okay. For for my start, and as far as just toy collecting, it really started when I first got into Batman. So I would say that was when I was four years old. It was actually uh, Christmas of 1993, and I wow. remember my uh, grandmother. She handed me a a Christmas gift, and I opened it up. And it was Polar Blast Batman from the Batman Returns yeah. Kenner line. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and when I saw that, I was like, I, I think that was the first time I had ever seen Batman. And I was so blown away. I thought it was the coolest toy ever. And that really stood uh, with me throughout my childhood. That's an awesome first introduction to Batman. I think yeah. one way to get introduced to the character is a great way to do it. And those alternate suits were so yeah. cool back in the day. Yeah, I absolutely love Kenner. Um, that was really a great line. Um, yeah. So it was my it was both my mom and my dad. They helped really foster that love for Batman. Because around that time was when the animated series was just coming on. So I remember they would uh, play the show for me after school. Um, they introduced me to the 89 Batman film when I was uh, four or five years old. And anytime that they would like find a Batman comic book, they would just buy it and pick it up for me. Well, they sound like very, they sound like almost perfect parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then the other thing that I always remembered from when I was a kid, my dad, whenever he would get paid, he would always go out and buy me a Batman toy. And it was always the ones from the Ketter line. So, the two lines that I grew up with was the Batman Returns line and the original Batman animated series toy line. Wow. Nice. That's definitely right up our alley. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's awesome too. That he takes that little chunk out of his paycheck to give you a present. That's awesome. Yeah, he always wanted to just do that. Um, yeah, just kind of see that smile on my face because I really actually uh, enjoyed my toys. I know kids these days they care more about electronics, but me, if I got a new Batman toy, I would spend hours just playing with that. <laughs> the good old days. So whereabouts did you grow up? Like, where, where did you sort of get your toys from and where did they buy toys from for you? Um, usually just anywhere. Um, I guess you would find toys. The places that we would usually shop at was Target and Toys R Us. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I grew up as a Toys R Us kid. I miss that store. Um, I'm hoping uh, they can have a comeback here in the United States because I know they're still alive in Canada. Yeah. 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 As we've seen from our comrades' photos, <laughs> yeah so yeah and i remember as a kid so i don't know if you guys remember what the original ketter lines but they always had these multicolored batman toys yes oh, so God, yes. Yeah. it was really hard to find the one that was based off either the film accurate costume or the <laughs> animated series one so with the animated series the one that i always wanted was combat belt batman and i could never find that in stores it was always sold out or I we'd either probably got too late into the line or something, but I always had these multicolored Batmans, and I was like, man, I wish I could have that real suit Batman that I called it when I was a kid. I feel you there. That's that so relatable. I was in the exact same position. I think I even got like a purple Batman before I got the actual gray one. Yeah, <laughs> I think that purple one was from the Mask of the Phantasm line. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, Dang, but... look at that recall. That collector's recall. It's like tra- taking a trip down memory lane. What t- <laughs> actually, what, what do you reckon about figures back um, when we were all kids? 
are they better now or back then in terms of like the excitement? Because obviously figures are better articulation wise now. But what yeah. which would you rather collect? Um, I'd rather collect the ones now. I mean, simply because I actually do have all the old ones. So yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to go back and get one that I don't have if I already have it. But um, I was surprised, even looking now, the likeness to some of those toys were really spot on, especially the animated series. They looked mm. like the animated series. Yeah. yeah. Especially the Robin. The Robin was fantastic. The, the yeah. head sculpt specifically. Yeah, even the Michael Keaton Batman from the 90s toy yeah. lines. It actually surprisingly looks like Michael Keaton. Mm. No, it does, to be fair, yeah. No, absolutely right. And um, Joker looks pretty good as well. A very yeah. rare thing. Yeah, the other thing that I liked about those old toys is that they had cloth or soft goods capes, which for the longest time, you know, all we had were DCUC figs that had plastic capes. So I always loved those soft good capes. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, how it kind of um, started with the soft goods cape and then went away from it for like what felt like nearly a decade and then it came back again with... Like Mattel slowly phased it back in, having not used them for a while, and yeah, very strange. But I mean, those old Kenner figs are just so classic, aren't they? And the the <laughs> colours that they came out with, and like you get a yeah. black and white Batman, and a, as we said, a purple Batman. So many different cool colours, and like you get a green Robin, and so many awesome things, and like the accessories as well. They come with fantastic. Yes, uh, I think those accessories were just the excuses for giving them multicolored suits. <laughs> yeah. Repaints. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had infrared Batman, so all his weapons were red. So like, oh, let's paint his suit red then. Yeah. Easy money. <laughs> now, when did you uh, first start dabbling in toy photography and getting into Instagram? Um, with toy photography, it just, it really started with when I started going back to collecting figures, um, in college, I had started collecting the old figures from the Kenner line, um, from when I was a kid, uh, basically just going back, getting the ones that I either didn't have or ones that I may have lost. So after I pretty much finished that toy line, I was like, all right, well, six inch figures aren't really my thing, but I guess they're sold in stores. Might as well pick them up. <laughs> so I started buying the DCUC figs and I was like, yeah, I really hate these plastic capes, you know? Yeah. So I remember reaching out to someone on YouTube because he had made a uh, custom cape. And so I was like, hey, can you, you know, make one for me? Like, how much would it cost? He never responded back. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll make my own. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, that's definitely a talent you have. Yeah, so I actually just started. I mean, so around that time, I think it was like um, 2010, 2011, uh, I just started making my own capes. And when I was doing that, I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. Maybe let me take a picture of it, just post it online. And back then, I was posting on Flickr. And so I was just um, mm-hmm. posting pictures of my custom capes. I was like, all right, well, this is kind of cool. I remember that, Flickr. Yeah. So <laughs> at that time, I didn't really know about toy photography. That whole concept was foreign to me i think i just fell fell into it by accident when i was on youtube and i came across Chardonnay's prime and he was talking about acba and i was like whoa what is that hmm. so i looked it up i was like oh this is kind of cool yes shocked was probably an awesome guy as well it's a good shout out yeah um, yeah no I, I definitely i mean like so I mean, specifically looking at your profile I, I love the colors that you seem to get on the um, on the pictures that you do because it really sort of pops out at you. 
instantly. Yeah. But what do you use for your lighting on pictures? Because I always find that fascinating as to what people use. Um, I just use a few lamps. Um, I know I'm not the best at it because I, I see other people on Instagram. I'm like amazed by what they can do. But I just, I guess I do my best. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? He's being humble, people. If you haven't seen his page, he's killing it. He's being very humble. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. No, but uh, the, in terms of, because we got on the subject of 89 and old Kenner toys and also Scott asked that question about uh, the past and the future. And recently we just had some uh, new multiverse figures come out that are kind of an, a tribute to the old Toy Biz 89 figures. And you have been doing some brilliant shots and recreating some uh, moments from the movie and also just bringing back all kinds of nostalgia with some really good photos and you kind of hinted at it a little bit with the cape but you added so much more value to the batman figure with the custom cape and we'd love to if you could talk a little bit about that stuff yeah um well first of all i think what um mattel is doing with the recent uh, multiverse line i think it's amazing uh, it's something that i've been wanting for a long time for them to add articulation and even with this toy biz throwback line i it really hits the nostalgia bone for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, I grew up with that, those figures. I had the Toy Biz 89 Batman figure. So to have like a updated version of that or a throwback, just I, as soon as you posted online that you found it at Target, I was like, oh my God, I got to go out to Target. I got to find it. Cause I didn't even know it was coming out at this time. So it was I really you. Out. Yeah. It was really you who posted, who first posted. I was like, all right, I'm hitting every target for the next week until I find these things. <laughs> well, thank goodness you did because your photos are, are like killing it. It makes that figure, it makes me want to get another one just to keep it in box. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I could commend Mattel for giving that Batman uh, soft kids cape, but I mean, I didn't really like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I decided, well, I'm going to go back and I'm going to make my own. Yes. Now, is that pleather you used? Um, it's yeah, I think it's a pleather. It's uh, it's one that I bought a year ago when um, they released the Batman Forever figure. Ah. So I made the I used uh, some cloth that was left over from that figure. That's brilliant. Yeah. So I you mean, take a twenty dollar figure and you make it look like you easily add so much more value to it that with just your style cape and that's just your cool little touch. No one else really does that. It's awesome. Yeah, I, me personally, I think a big cape like that, or even you know, something like a wired cape that other people do, I think that really enhances a figure. Like to me, it kind of makes it more lifelike than you know that mm. little cape that they gave uh, the multiverse figure. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> or like the Dick Grayson Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a thong cape. A cape. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That is. Uh... It's brilliant. It makes him like he's got a long mullet or something with his some dodgy oh. hairstyle going on from the, from the front view. Um, I, I've got to say, I love the as well as the cape itself. I think the the spread cape that you did on the multiverse one because um, it's all very well look, making a cape like settle nicely and that, but the actual shaping of it, it looks so like the eighty nine shape um, of the Batman cape, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, when I made that, I basically what I do is I kind of fold it so that way I can make one cut around the scallop 
So then mm-hmm. once I unfold it, then it kind of, it's all there. Cause I'm pretty sure if I tried doing each individual scalp, I'd mess it up. Cause I'm so OCD that way. <laughs> <laughs> we all have a little bit of that in us. Now, the one question I want to do, and also a congratulations as well, is you were, you had a, you take fantastic wrestling pictures and uh, I feel like those kind of pictures are always a little underrated. Uh, but you do a spectacular shots and San Diego Comic-Con recently happened. And you had a few photos displayed. Like, how did that feel? Uh, that honestly, it felt amazing. Um, the first time that happened was last year. Um, I found out just by sheer dumb luck, someone was posting pictures. Uh, they didn't really know who I was or am um, because I wasn't really prominent in that wrestling toy photography community. I was just starting out. Um, and I was like, holy crap, that's my photo. You know, I can't believe they showed that at San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con. <laughs> that had to be surreal. Yeah. So then when they, when they displayed it again this year, but it was two photos this time, I was like, holy cow, that's so cool. You know, I, it just felt really great seeing that. That is something spectacular. Because yeah, that's you, fantastic. you do some crazy action shots of them flying in the air. I mean, sometimes they look like straight up real photos of them. And that's something that's understated because I don't like that. What do you think of the extreme sets too? Cause I bet they love the fact that your photos got shared. <laughs> uh, I, I love extreme sets. I think they are an awesome company. I'm, I'm really glad they're doing this cause this is really catering to the toy photography community. Oh yeah. And adding, giving us the gift of seeing some crazy cool shots. Um, the the newest product they have is the I believe is the building and the rooftop stuff, and we we haven't really uh, gotten it yet. So we want to know if you could give us a little Dan review on what you think of that set. Um, short and simple, get it. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, folks. Get it. Yeah, no, I mean definitely get it before they so sell out because I missed out on the first two and I kept telling myself. I'll get it later. I'll just buy this toy instead. I'll get that later. I'll buy this toy. And then it would sell out, and I would just kick myself in the butt. I was like, I can't believe I missed out on that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I so I went ahead and bought these these two new versions, and I love it. I've been using them for my uh, 89 toy shots with the multiverse figures. Yeah. Yeah, and they've been spectacular. What extreme sets do you have so far, and what are your favorites? Because I know when we, we had extreme sets on, they were, you, know, you were very much sort of saying we want to make everything as – realistic and as cool as possible because he's a collector too and that really shows in in the pictures yeah so the ones i have um the original uh deranged alley the original subway uh i've got the one that has the elevators and the hallways uh obviously the bat cave i mean what kind of batman fan would not have (laughs) i feel guilty yeah yeah. (laughs) and then uh the recent uh building sets and the arena set, which I guess I would say that one's my favorite since I use it probably mm. more often than others. <laughs> now, just how big is that thing? Because I can imagine I think it's to be huge. It is. It's quite big. I think it's as far as width and height, it's the biggest one that I have. Okay. Dang. How, uh, well, I was going to say how much. Do you know how much? Uh, I think that was 60 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, import fig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, you had some question about import figs, right? Um, import figures, yeah. No, um, 
some very cool things I, I actually really like on your page. And just before I talk about that, I, I want to say the DC Multiverse Joker that you got as well. Um, the signature collection, Heath Ledger one, that is an awesome figure. I've got that one too. It, it, how cool is that figure? I, I think it's really great, especially for the price. I mean, 25 uh, US dollars. Yeah. I, I think especially if you missed out on some of the uh, more expensive ones like SH Figure Arts and Mafex, because those two are actually going up in price. I know the Mafex yeah, one, the Mafex one was like originally seventy dollars, now it's like on Amazon one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh crap! Mm. So nuts. Yeah, to get the twenty-five dollar version, I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good figure for that price, especially with the articulation and the likeness. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I mean, the, the head sculpts there making on those figures just nuts and the um the mafex figures that you've got from the dark knight trilogy as well so yeah i think you've got the bane is that right and you've got the the batman 3.0 yeah um bane's pretty good uh the only thing that disappointed me was that he's short i mean yeah. i know i know tom hardy isn't taller than uh christian bale <laughs> but i mean i would have you know you would think that they would try to make the bane figure look taller but yeah, yeah they made him small I mean, that Mafex 3.0 is unbelievable, isn't it? What a figure. Yes. Um, I'm glad they finally, you know, got it right the third time. Yeah. You know? Third time's a charm. <laughs> third time lucky, yeah. Yeah, because the first one, the arms kept popping out, and that was frustrating. The second one had so many QC issues. Like, I think I had three versions. Two of them broke on me, like the wrist oh, and wow. the neck peg. Oh, so, my gosh. So we're finally with the third version, you know, we get a better sculpt, better likeness, and no QC issues. Yeah, it really is cool figure, isn't it? And the likeness to him as well, like not just in facial sculpt, but in physique as well. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's easily my favorite Christian Bale Batman figure that I have. Yeah. It came with lots of accessories too, right? Yeah, um, more than the SH Figure Arts one, and that one was a pretty good one too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. decent. And also, you got the the Mafex Justice League Batman, which I definitely wanted to ask you about because you're one of the few people I know that's actually got it, same as me, which is pretty awesome. It, I mean, the the head sculpts on that figure is just crazy. Yeah, I I really love that figure. Um, the only thing that's disappointing is that he doesn't have a wired cape, which is odd True, because all yeah. the other Mafex Batmans have wired capes. Mm. Yeah, they they got the material much better on that figure as well for the the cape. It's like yeah. more sort of pleather material that Tyler mentioned earlier, and um, weird that they didn't put a wire in, but then they did for the tactical version, which doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a bit strange, but... Yeah, and I missed out on that figure. Um, I don't think it's too expensive now, but I keep uh, holding off on getting that one for some reason. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mezco one is fantastic as well, if you're looking into those ones. Mezco tactical's pretty sick. Yeah, that one looks great. Um, I'm trying to hold back from getting Mezcos because I find that when I buy Mezcos, they're awesome to display, but I usually don't play with them as much. Yeah, a big rabbit hole to fall down as well. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> the weight, I just can't I can't do the weight. It kills me. <laughs> yeah, that's the other frustrating thing. You know, They announce that it, it's going to come out at a certain date and then it comes out like a year later. Like that Batman 89 is still not even up for pre-order, but they announced a Harley, and at the drop of a, a hat, it's already up there for pre-order. Yeah. Well, if they, what the heck? Yeah, if they do release that 89 Batman figure, I know that's going to be my favorite thing that I own. Yeah, same here. That's, I was like, I'm not going to even complain about the price. It could be 200 bucks. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> and they hinted at a Catwoman, didn't they, as well, not long ago? 
Oh, they, did they, they? Hinted it, they hinted it at Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. It, it, I can't remember what it was. I think it was ha- International it's for Cat International Day. Cat Day. Yeah, International Cat Day, and they put a um, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, on, on their story, which is interesting. So I hope they do make that figure. Yeah, that, that would be nice. To have Especially since the NECA one so expensive. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, that's the only other decent one, really. Yeah. Actually, talking of NECA, you've got the NECA 89 Batman. You put your own cape on that as well, right? Um, I, It is a custom cape, but that one's actually not made by me. That was made by uh, a customizer named Tony Mai. Tony Mai. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I've heard of okay. him. Yeah. 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 My custom, what it is? What's that? Is this handle my customs? No, um, I, yeah, my customs. Yeah, I think so. M E, okay. yeah, M E I, yeah. Yes, he does great work. Yeah, um, I found him through YouTube. Uh, some guy who was doing like Tony My capes. His back then, he was only doing eighty nine capes for the Hot Toys Batman. Smart man. So that was, uh, yeah, that was many <laughs> years ago. Then, out of nowhere, one once the neck of one came out, he made a cape for that figure, and I was like, "Holy crap!" You know, I got to contact this guy because the cape that came with the neck of Batman really wasn't that great. No, not at all. It was almost on quality of the Mattel Nightwing or Dick Grayson Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, that cape that I have for my '89 Batman figure, I absolutely love that. I think. It really makes that Batman feel lifelike. Yeah, and it's so yeah, and hands down, it's ap- my absolute favorite figure that I own. It's the one that I go to the most. It's the one that I have the most fun with, and I just love that figure. Well, now we're going to transition to uh, what we call a, tra- a traditional question here, and <laughs> you got to mention it a little bit earlier as well, and we want to know and put you on the spot and ask you, what are your top three favorite Batman animated series episodes? Ah, first one that comes to mind is the, I think it's called His Silicon Soul. Yeah. Oh, that's a great choice, yeah. I remember as a kid, just that scene where he first takes off his his uh, face and sh- reveals the, uh, the robotic face. I, it just freaked me out so much, but I loved it. The whole idea uh, of a Batman versus a Batman. <laughs> yeah, and that sound effect with that skin going off is just ugh. oh, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. I'd always try to recreate that with my Batman toys because I had so many of them. So like, all right, this is the real Batman, and this is the fake robot Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only they made that figure back in Kenner form. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank goodness we have it now. But that's a good shout. No one usually says that first. Um, let's see. The other ones, I love uh, both the, the Feet of Clay episodes. Does that count as one or two? <laughs> yes, that counts as one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I love Feet of Clay. Um, I just love the the animation on those episodes. It just looks a little more high, higher quality than the other episodes. Definitely. And then the other one that I would say would be, I would say the tie between... Robin's Reckoning and the um, first episode with Mr. Freeze. Yeah, we'll count that. We'll count that. <laughs> Those are solid episodes. Yeah, great choice. I love that you picked Silicon Soul as the first one as well. It's a great choice. Yeah, that was always my favorite when I was a kid. Yeah, and uh, I also like the Robin's Reckoning. It mm. doesn't get too much, too much. I think it got mentioned once or twice. 
Yeah, but that's over, a over a couple of times, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the other cool thing that I liked about that episode, uh, Batman, when it, they show the flashback scenes, he had a different outfit. And I was always hoping that DC yeah. Collectibles would give us that Batman figure. Heck yeah, first like first appearance style animated series. Oh, yeah. that'd be awesome, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they eventually do. That'd be cool. With the old heap of junk Batmobile as well, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the original Batmobile. That, that thing was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. cool, but yeah. Um, actually, while we're talking of DC collectibles, are you going to be picking up the new Bat Cycle? Uh, yeah, I definitely want to get that one. Um, I really <laughs> like how they added the articulation on that figure, and that looks really cool. Yes, yeah. Yeah, plus yeah. it has a wired cape too, so that's that's a win for me. Oh, yeah, just the wired cape alone is worth the uh, $50. It's going to uh, set you back, I think. Um, yeah, 60. Oh, is it 60? Yeah, oh, yeah. My, my conversion is not too good <laughs> from the uh, UK, but yeah, no, um, it, it certainly looks fantastic, doesn't it? And um, what animated figures have you got from DC Collectibles out of interest? Um, I have the expression packs, uh, both Batman and Joker. Yeah, uh, um, I've got the original Batman figure from the new adventures. Oh, uh, cool. Mine's from the first wave, so it's got a broken ankle, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I've got um, Robin and also the Batman and Robin 2-pack with the bat signal. Oh, that's a great, that's a fantastic pack. Yeah, and uh, the Batmobile. Oh, of, of course. It has to be the Batmobile. Definitely. Yeah, the only reason why I don't have the bat plane, because I think it's so huge, I don't know where I'd put it. Oh, uh, that, it's so true, that this is massive. It becomes burdensome to clean. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> might as well just park it in my driveway. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's your drone. No biggie. <laughs> oh, but, man. You're going to do your traditional questions? Okay, yeah, so I, this is always one that some are, some are, but are you a big fan of the Arkham games? Uh, yes, I love awesome. uh, the the, the the original three trilogy. Um, Origins is good too, but I haven't played that one as much. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I, I was hoping you would because I've seen some pictures that you've done of the the Arkham figures from like Batman and Catwoman and stuff. So yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. And if you're gonna rank those games one to four, what what would you what would you put them as? Um, I definitely put them as solid four, whatever the highest number is. Uh, I think just as games alone, they're absolutely fantastic and to say that they're the best superhero games and batman's under that i think that's pretty cool which one's your favorite uh arkham city um i liked arkham knight i just didn't like the overuse of the batmobile in those tank Ah, missions okay yeah i like using the batmobile i just didn't like really the tank mode or those missions yeah yeah i mean it did get kind of overused towards the end of the story especially and there were some cool moments with it, but yeah, it, how, it was amazing. One of its driving in the Batmobile for the first time. You've been like waiting for uh, three games to do it, and then finally we get to, to do it. Even if it was a little too much, it was still pretty cool. Did you like the the storyline with Arkham Knight as well, with him being Jason Todd and that sort of route? I mean, it was kind of predictable. I figured it was Jason yeah. Todd early on, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a good storyline. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, are you a are you a big fan, or are you excited about the new DC 
content we have coming out this year, such as like, the, the stuff like uh, Pattinson being Batman or the new Joker movie? Um, I'm excited for the new Joker movie. I think uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to do well in that role. At least that's what it looks like from the trailers. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, the trailers are good, but so did the, for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Point take. But I, I think that you're right, though. I think that overall it's going to be a good film. I'm pretty hyped for it. Yeah. But I'm trying to keep my hype a little low just because I feel like uh, Warner Brothers specifically has kind of uh, burnt me a little bit over the last few years with their handling of the DC product. That's to say the least. Yeah. This, this Joker movie just feels a little different, though, doesn't it? I mean, it, uh, there's so little kind of known about this movie and there's not not been a lot of trailers not like Justice League where we're getting loads of things thrown at us for like every day different pictures videos anything like that but this feels really sort of secretive and and mysterious I mean much like the Joker himself to be fair but I don't know it just seems different and the, the amount of nominations people are sipping it for is incredible already yeah yeah I think different's the best way to explain it but different in a good way yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. It seems like a very DC movie and not something that they're trying to copy Marvel, which thank God they're not, because that would be awful. But it's great that they're um, they're doing a very sort of DC kind of way with this and a really sort of darker tone, which is going to be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think when DC, when they're able to do their own thing, that's when they uh, really do their best work. Yeah, definitely. Are you excited for the new Batman film and Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey, all that kind of stuff? Um, are you talking about like a live action film? Yeah, well, all, all the sort of movies we've got coming up. What, what do you think? Are you excited for any of them in particular? Oh, um, yeah, Wonder Woman. I the first one was amazing. I still love that movie. I think the mm. second one should be good. Um, I don't know about Batman. Honestly, with the whole Ben Affleck, is he <laughs> is he not going to do it? Just at this uh, point, I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm exhausted. Just if it's good, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Just stringing us along for years. Yeah, which is disappointing because I would have loved to have seen Ben Affleck in his own role because I really think he's a fantastic Batman. Yeah, he was. He did a great job. Definitely was. I feel bad for him. He wasn't giving a good shake. Yeah, I mean, his Batman story sounds so interesting as well. It basically sounds like the Arkham Asylum game. Which is interesting, and it, it would have been so cool to see a, a like a Batman in a confined space because we're so used to seeing him out in Gotham and um, in these sort of vast city. But it would have been cool to see him sort of trapped in an asylum and going through that kind More of thing. intimate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it would have been very much a, a Batman-based story, and that would have been so cool to see. Whereas with, well, um, thank you, man. Thanks, WB. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's, as usual, screwing their fans over. Now, yeah, we, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, or talk a little bit about wrestling. Now, you are a big wrestling fan, correct? Yes, that is correct. And is it more? Uh, are you still watching today? Are you a fan of what's going on now, or is it more of a thing like uh, the '90s retro, like Sting, NWO, all that sort of thing? Well, I am definitely a product of the 90s. I do love those uh, Monday Night Wars, Raw, uh, WCW. I still watch nowadays. It's just it's nowhere near as good. So I don't watch as religiously as I used to. But, 
yeah, those those old ninety segments were amazing. Yeah, that's a that's another uh, thing that I really enjoy about your page because I used to, I grew up watching wrestling in the nineties and I feel like yeah it's like it's harder to watch nowadays. However, it's always cool seeing you do a nostalgic post. And, yeah, from like a crazy match from back in the day, especially when you do a Sting photo. I love that. Yeah, Sting was definitely one of my favorites growing up. I just like the whole mysteriousness of the character. It just pop up out of nowhere. You never knew where. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like now, Yeah, that's I think why we kind of like him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He kind of looked like a Heath Joker. <laughs> the Batman of wrestling, yes. Definitely. And in terms of uh, photography, we we like to ask this question as well. Uh, getting back to photography, uh, when when do you shoot when when you uh, do a setup? Is it tend to be like at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day? Are you someone that likes to do a lot of shots at once for like a solid uh, period of time and then slowly release them, or do you like to work in the moment, do a picture, and then release it? Um. Nowadays, I usually do them, if I can, on the weekends. I do uh, as many shots as I'm able to. Uh, I'm really okay. I'm really busy just due to my job. I'm a high school teacher. Then I've got three kids oh, on my own. My so I really have, yeah, I have little free time to myself. So I don't really post as much during the school year. I know this summer I was posting, I think, almost every single day. That's probably going to awesome. yeah, cut back now that uh, school's starting. Dang, you have three kids, and everyone have known that. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I got busy now, at a young age. <laughs> what do they think about your hobby? Oh, uh, they think it's cool. They just say that it's daddy's toys, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! They're action figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Then, do they ever uh, get to participate, or do you usually just uh, reserve that time for yourself? Um, I usually reserve that time to myself. I wait till they go to bed because I'm not going to leave my wife by herself with all three kids. I think that's uh, a little unfair. <laughs> chivalry is not dead, people. No, that's a that's a good that's a good thing, and also I'm sure that's a a nice unwinding activity. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I usually wait till the weekend because on the weekdays I'm too exhausted from work, so it's like I don't want to do that. I just want to go to bed. Dang, a teacher too. I bet that's uh, that's a hard job. Uh, yeah, it can be, but it's also very rewarding. So I enjoy my job. That's awesome. Dang, never would have known that. See, this is why it's fun to interview people that you admire online. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you, that you say daddy's toys as well. I'd be like, no, they're daddy's collectible, so get away from them. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they they know not to touch it because, well, they... <laughs> Well, no, they respect that it's mine and then, you know, they're not going to mess with it because it's not to be played with, even though they say <laughs> that I still play with my toys. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, though, that they're able to respect that. Yeah. Now, is there uh, anything that you have coming up, big project-wise, or besides the fact that you return to school and that we might not get to see as many posts? Um, I'm just really trying to... Uh, get my youtube page started i started that a few months ago uh my wife yeah. has been encouraging me for years like why don't you do that you know you always love toys you know review them i was like yeah i don't know no one wants to hear me so i finally oh, pulled the trigger, trigger a couple months ago and yeah so 
I'm trying to get a new video out. It was originally going to upload it on Monday, but I just haven't had time to edit my video. So hopefully I can get it out this weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. I know I subscribed right away when I saw that because, yeah, I always wanted to learn a little bit more about you, your photos. So that's awesome that you're, your wife was right. We were, we were looking to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah. Looking to hear your thoughts on some things. So yeah, so my channel mostly focuses on wrestling, but I want to start incorporating some more DC things. So recently I, I recorded a bunch of DC essential figures. So, and originally I wasn't going to even get into that toy line. So I think maybe now I might buy a few more to mm -hmm. review. So hopefully those will be up soon. Awesome. Which ones, right. which ones did you review? Uh, so far I've got the DC essentials, Batman, the Joker and Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. That Joker's brilliant oh. as well. And what do you think about the Joker? Uh, I really liked it. I think he's really good. Uh, it had one QC issue, but pretty much all three of them had at least one issue with them. But with the Joker, it was minor, so it didn't really bother me as much. Did the Joker end up looking a lot better in person than the initially thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was surprised at the amount of paint de detailing on his face. Yeah, little amounts of shading, off-color white. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, I'm, yeah, we're look. I'm looking forward to see you shoot more, like because I don't feel like there's a lot of people in general that shoot the DC Essentials a lot, or really, there's not too many reviews on them. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, everyone's too focused on the Mezco and now Mafex. <laughs> that's so true. Uh man, I, it's just hard for me to put a hundred dollars on the one figure. It's, it's so tough. It is, but that Hush Batman, I, I don't care. I'll spend two hundred dollars. That looks beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, he's, That's true. he's amazing. And the Dark Knight Returns one, he's incredible too. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's, they're making it tough. Yeah. But yeah. we hope that you do uh, many reviews because so far they've been good. I enjoyed especially the Toy Biz ones that you did as well. Yeah, I I just wish I had the original Toy Biz Joker to compare it with, but luckily I had the Batman, so I, I showed that in my video. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I really try. It made me want to dig mine up. My Joker leg's broken, so it'd be pointless to use. I should hot glue it. <laughs> yeah, the Toy Biz line wasn't really that durable, but the Keter one was. Heck yeah. Those things are still holding up. And still photographing very nicely. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy on Instagram. Um, he hasn't posted in a while. He used to post a lot of Kenner figures, and I love those. Um, I want to say like Xander or Xavier or something like that. Yeah, same old X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he... He started another Instagram page, Offroad Colony, and he's been messing around on that a lot. So hopefully he returns the same old X. Yeah, his Kenner but, photos were amazing. Yeah, yeah that's they were brilliant. Super nostalgia. Now, uh, Scott, any any last words for yeah, our guests I, before I, we shut up? Big thanks for coming on, and um, yeah, thanks for being you, and um, your time's appreciated. And uh, Tyler... Um, sort of discovered discovered your profile for, for me so oh, again, for a long time. <laughs> an absolute pleasure so yeah thank you very much for coming on really appreciate it yeah thank you for having me it was fun yeah and again if you guys are not following dan you need to his, he, his handle on instagram is at metal driver 89 and that's the same for your youtube page as well right yeah that's uh metal driver 89 reviews reviews and if you're not subscribed be subscribed because it's always no matter how many reviewers are out there it's always cool to hear someone else's perspective and hear what they think about something and it's also cool to see uh his custom capes that he put to the figure as well 
And yeah, like uh, Scott said, I, I've been following you for a long time. It's been, it's always been enjoyable when you post and even though school's starting, you're not going to be able to post as much. Hopefully we still get to see a decent amount of contact. It's, it's always awesome. And especially if you start to get a lot of the Mayfix stuff, that's going to be something I look forward to. And if you guys ever need to decide whether or not you should buy an extreme sets, you could look at his page as well because he does fantastic work with those. And yeah, we appreciate your time. It's a huge honor, especially with three kids and a wife. So this is a huge honor that you're able to talk toys with us and geek out with us. And this has been DC figures and collectibles where we do what you do too. And we like to shoot figures at the end of the day to unwind, no matter how old we are. And we thank you for listening. And Again, we appreciate all the amount of support we get. The amount of uh, listens continues to go up, and we always like hearing from you. So if you have any questions, any suggestions, feel free to write. And, yeah, we'll hear from you soon. Goodbye.